Let's uh, let's single out your dad. Okay. What do you like about your dad? Oh, uh, what I like about my dad is. Do you have the coolest dad? Oh yeah, he's Superman to me. So what's cool about your dad? He is very high energy, and he is very like, oh my gosh, let's go, you know. <laughs> and what's really funny is that he always makes us laugh. Like for example, if he hears the garage door open and my mom is coming, oh, it's game over. <laughs> like, he is so scared of my mom. Like it's so funny. So he always has to wait to make us laugh. And he like, he's like, okay, I don't care the kind of dad. You know, and that's really good about him because if my mom's like, quick, go in the photo. He's like, okay. And then just pose. <laughs> you know, he's like, the he's a girl dad. <laughs> he's a guy who has all girls in his family. And they have a lot of emotions. <laughs> like, a lot. He likes girls, like, you know, right? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> He got what he wanted. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now he can love all three. Visit abbottservices.com for fast medical transcription service. This podcast episode is brought to you by AB Music Creative. Welcome to the Paco's Place podcast. Rejuvenate your smile with Dr. Lourdes Kaplong's comprehensive range of dental solutions. Along with general dentistry, Dr. Kapalong specializes in cosmetic dentistry, including teeth whitening, bonding, dental veneers, and surgical crowns. Whether it's urgent care or preventive treatment, she'll take care of you and your smile. To schedule an appointment, call the clinic at area code 323-257-7582. Now send money to the Philippines with no fees. Transfer money to GCash, Cash Pickup, and banks in the Philippines. SendWave is a fee-free app to help overseas foreign workers and Filipinos living abroad send more of their hard-earned money back home. SendWave is available in the USA, Canada, and parts of Europe to send money to the Philippines with zero remittance fees and rapid transfers. Enjoy free credit by entering promo code PACO to get a free $20 credit on your first transfer. To sign up, please click the link on the description below or anywhere you see on the screen. So what are you waiting for? Download the SendWave app right now. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, live at Paco's Place, a big round of applause, Miss Shiloh Baylon. Yan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, how many podcasts have you done? Zero. So, this is the first? Yeah. Okay, we'll make it worth your while. Yay. Shiloh, why music? Because ever since I was little, I've always got influenced, you know, by my dad, by my dad's family. And music is all around, you know. Even people from on the street can sing. People mm. from everywhere can sing. A lot of Filipinos can sing, you know, so music has always been a part of my life and it always has like grown up to be a dream of mine. So let's say, okay, sinabi mo, a dream of yours, right? Okay, so you're my youngest guest uh, for, for now. Yay. Now, this is what I want to understand. Sinasab- you're, t- you're telling me that since you were a young girl, music has been all around you, influenced by your dad. What early memory of your dad imprinted on you for you to say yep i want to be like that guy so when i was even like a newborn baby my dad would sing right in front of me with a guitar 
playing Bruno Mars or some kind of song. And ever since I would like, I would like hum or I would whistle even before I could talk. And then when I started to stand up, when I started to even move, the first thing that I wanted to do was sing, was to get the mini microphone, play the mini piano, and then just sing my heart out and pretend I was having my own concert there. So you play the piano. Since what, Since when have you been playing the piano? Um, I started when I was six. By ear or or are you are you taught by a by a teacher? Um, when I was six, I started going to a piano school, but now I'm like kind of like taught. yeah. When you say you went to piano school, did your parents push you to go to piano school? Was it something you liked to do, did not like to do? What was it? Well, like we wanted to start somewhere mm. with like my music thing, so we decided. Who's that we? Me and my family. Who specifically in your family? Uh, my mom, my dad, and myself. Okay, so let's dissect this. Okay, the reason mm-hmm. why I wanted dissected is so that people listening can understand that you're you're a minor. Decisions have to be made in conjunction with with the whole family, right? Uh huh. So there has to be a family meeting before things are are done, especially when you were six years old. So as far as you can remember, when you were six. How did the piano thing start? The piano thing started where I was just like, kind of like doing it for fun. You know, I was like, okay, I'm a girl who wants to do music, but I'm just like wanting to do it for fun. But then when I was nine, my music teacher, she was like, I really see something in you. You need to get her out there. And then that's when we decided, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to try to get up there, hopefully. You've written songs like what was your first song, My Life or Freak? Um, I've actually like written songs since I was a little girl, but mm. like not like actually like really put my time into it. So what was the first song you've written? Um, my first song was probably about being happy. <laughs> it's like a song that I probably will never release. Maybe I'll do a few touch ups and release it once in a while. But my first song was about being happy because of course as a kid you're mostly happy all the time, so why not make a song about it? Okay. <clears throat> so that was the first song. How old were you when you when, when you wrote that? Six. Six? Mm-hmm. On the piano? Um, no. Or I just actually, the lyrics? Yeah, I just used to do melodies and lyrics and stuff. So ever since you've had a knack for writing lyrics, singing a cappella, and and what how did your how did your parents react to this? How did you how did you know that they were taking you seriously? Honestly, we were just doing it for fun. Probably everyone was just like, okay, she wants to do it for fun. She's writing songs. She's a little girl. Nothing's really going to happen. But then everyone in my that's family... What they, that's what they thought. Yeah, that's what they thought. Except you. Uh-huh. In your head, this was real. Or was it for fun? What, what was going through your head? That, see, that's what, I, that's what I'm intrigued with. I thought I was a famous person. I thought I was a celebrity. <laughs> because it starts in the mind, right? Everything has to start within you and then from there it has to manifest so ever since you were little you thought you were a famous person yeah i thought i sounded like selena gomez <laughs> and and okay now you had this impression of yourself would you tell your parents i sound like selena gomez <laughs> no <laughs> no you, you just kept that to yourself yeah okay so six nine music teacher says you got to get her out there. You remember that? You just told me that. What was your parents' reaction when the music teacher said that? 
She said, if a prof- like they like were thinking, okay, if a professional person sees something in her, then maybe there is something in her, and then maybe we have to get her out there. At that point, at nine, did you know that your dad used to play music in a band? Um, no. <laughs> so, looking at mom, looking at dad, and you, does mom sing? She can sing, but she doesn't do it professionally. Can, can dad in the sing? shower. Okay. <laughs> can dad sing? Yeah. Okay. So you're watching both of them. When did you realize that dad was actually the musician in the family? Um, probably when I was little. Because his whole family is like professional singers, like his brothers, his sisters. He's the baby of nine mm. kids. Oh, wow. So, uh... So, like, his whole family are, like, singers and stuff. So, I pretty much knew that he was the real musician. But my mom can sing. She just does it for fun, you know? <laughs> okay. So, now, mom and dad are on board. Uh-huh. You're nine going ten. When did it get real for you? When did you, when did you realize that, oh, my God, there's momentum. Now they're pushing me to do stuff. Now I'm not resting. After school, I have other extracurricular activities I need to do. When did it get real in your head? Honestly, like just starting this year. Because when I was 10, I was like, okay, I'm doing performances here and there. But now when I'm 11 and maturing even more and more, I'm realizing in my head that, okay, I'm really going to do this. And if I want to really be up there one day then it's gonna have to do like with discipline and and like imagination and like inspiration and like it's gonna have to take a lot of guts to go up there on stage okay discipline imagination what was the other one inspiration inspiration and guts okay let's talk about discipline how disciplined are you no sugarcoating because I want other kids to hear it directly from you because you have the right mindset. And with the right mindset, the word discipline doesn't become a threat or it doesn't become scary. It becomes a tool, right? Uh-huh. But how disciplined are you and how committed are you to your discipline? Well, in my mind, <clears throat> I have to discipline myself because if you don't discipline yourself and if you're just going to be like, okay, I can do it later then there's no, like, point in that, you know? Like, maybe, like, it makes sense if sometimes you don't have time, you can actually be like, okay, I'm going to do it later. But discipline, if you really want something very, very bad, you're going to really want to try hard. You're going to really want to practice. You're going to want to do it every single day. Is that what you do? Mm -hmm. Do you even rest? Uh, Well, sometimes here and there when I've, like, worked a lot hard because everyone needs breaks sometimes. But, like... Sometimes if I really, really want it bad, then like after um, every performance, I just want to write, honestly, because it's such an amazing experience. So adrenaline's there, kicked in. After a performance, you still want to ride on that adrenaline by writing songs. Amazing. Inspiration. No, no, no. Imagination. Oh, next. Imagination. The kid, the six-year-old kid thought she was Selena Gomez or sounded like Selena Gomez and a celebrity. The 11-year-old kid, what's, what's the imagination like? You know, we're going to watch it. We're probably going to watch this five years from now and you might go, Tito Papa, cringy or whatever. So <laughs> as honest as you can be, this is your time capsule. Go. 
Okay. Imagination. You have to have a lot of ma- a lot of imagination for your character, for your performer that you want to be. So who's your avatar? Let's 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 tell us who your avatar is. My avatar is probably a person who's polite, a person who is uh, outgoing, a person who has a lot of energy, and a person who's just herself. So that's you in your head. Uh-huh. Mm. How close is reality to your avatar? your imagination it's very it's almost there almost there because sometimes there's a lot of roadblocks and stuff but like it's almost there like if i uh, it's when it's at its most it's at a performance because when i'm at a performance i can be whoever i want to be inspiration who is your inspiration (laughs) oh Uh, I have a lot, you know, Olivia Rodrigo, amazing songwriter, mm. doesn't relate to me as much because she's more mature and she's older than me. Bruno Mars, amazing, amazing voice, yeah. but they don't relate to me as much. So the people who I really relate to are the people in front of me, you know, my family, my friends, people who relate to me the most. So my inspiration is, of course, celebrities and people who I look up to as a successful person, but the people who I relate to the most and the people who I rely on the most is probably my friends and my family. Like when you say friends, are they, do they know what, what's going on with you in terms of what you want in life? Because at your age, people are still figuring out what they want to do. You, you have it figured out already. And, and to be honest, I hope you really hold on to that because it's rare for someone to be so young and so determined to be who they want to be. That's very rare, okay? So your friends, what do they know about you in terms of who you want to be? Some of them, I've had problems with some of them. because Why? Because, well, it was mostly at school. <laughs> and I don't think anyone from my school is going to see this, hopefully. But... Like, I've had a lot of problems at school with sticking up for myself. because Why? Because I, like, wanted to impress everyone. I was the president of my school. I didn't want to cause any problems. But then one day, it was just way too much in my brain, so I just had to, you know? You broke down. Yeah. <laughs> so too much. Um, I wouldn't say too much, but then again, you were, you were holding the weight of the whole council, the whole student, the whole student body in your hands when you say impress were you trying to set a good example or what were you trying to do so that one particular friend she was like very very toxic you know and like for whatever reason every time she would bring me down i just still wanted to be her friend what are what are the bring me down moments for for kids like you reason being you might say your schoolmates may your, your former schoolmates may not watch this but there are parents who will watch this and it would be nice for them to you know have markers with what their kids are going through so give me an example of a toxic incident that you had with this particular person well physically she was like i know she was pulling my hair kicking me like dragging me on the lawn and mentally she would try to like embarrass me in front of my actual friends like 
she would try to like, oh my gosh, look at this new video that she posted. Look at blah, blah, blah. Look at this new song, whatever, whatever, to try to embarrass me. So the whole social media thing for, for a child like you, it ha- it's a double-edged sword, no? Mm-hmm. It can work in your favor, but people in school can use it to cyberbully or bully you. Mm-hmm. So would you consider this bullying? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. How'd you tell your parents about it? One day, I stuck up for myself, and I started crying, like, really, really bad. So I called my mom. She picked me up. We went to go watch a movie to make me feel better. But then I saw my friend at a place that we went to, like, a festival, and I freaked out. So we just, so we just like, went through the whole year, and then we finished up the school, and then now I'm homeschooled, and it's so much better because... I'm not talking to them anymore, and I'm a happy child because when I started talking to them and when I was in school, my mom always thought that I was a grumpy kid and I was doing all these things, and then now I'm outgoing, I'm excited, I'm more inspired, and I'm more happy. Because you don't have to, you don't have to play the part for these people anymore, right? Yeah. Now, would that be your guts moment, or are there other guts moment in your life? There are other God's moment, but I think that's one of them. You name me a few more. Like like your mom had mentioned that you actually have an idea of of your persona and we talked about this a while ago, like your avatar. But what's your conversation like with your mom when, when you want something and she is not in agreement, how do you stay polite and how do you tell her I don't agree with you, mom? Well, <laughs> Some people might know that Filipino moms can be scary sometimes. Oh, yeah. All the time. And I've told her, I told her, you know, no one can disagree with you, but when it comes to my <laughs> career, it really, really matters. My mom, mostly when it comes to my career, she agrees with me most of the time because she knows that I really want it. But sometimes we have a little bit disagreement with the head voice, chest voice, whatever voice, you know, but I tell her, okay, if we'll like, we'll compromise. Because as like mom and daughter, we have to compromise on things. You know, one person can't get one thing. One person can't get one thing if we both want each other to be successful. So we have to compromise as mom and daughter. How long is this compromise going to to last? Um, Before you tell her. (laughs) Just a few more years. Just a few more years. (laughs) (laughs) But come on, be honest. Like, Like you're saying compromise, but I know... I know in your head it's like a time will come when <laughs> Well, <laughs> I honestly do not know when the compromise is going to stop, but I think cuz I'm still like growing and I'm still like learning new things. So I think once my mom sees that I'm an independent person and I know what like I know what to do in life, I have uh, like a stable life, you know, then that's when she'll be like, okay, you can make your own decisions now. Because obviously, they're not going to be there forever, mm. you know, and I can't rely on them forever. They always remind me, they tell me that. So I think I have to always keep it in my mind that even though they're always going to be with me, I always have to try to be an independent person. And your dad? <laughs> my dad is kind of like, okay, good. Okay, you're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> love him very much but my mom is very protective and my dad's like okay go tell mom <laughs> now so this episode 
is out on September 22, the day that you you drop your your new song. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's it about? So, a lot of people who I know, they miss being a child, you know. A lot of little kids are like, "Oh, I wish I was your age. I wish cuz you have all the cool stuff. You have long hair, cool clothes, blah blah blah." You know, but I was like, "You know what? You're super duper lucky to be a kid because you don't have to worry about anything and you can feel free to do whatever you want and of course i'm still a kid Mm. but like when you're literal and you don't have to worry about much things you know then you just feel very stress-free and calm you know so i was like i really miss being a kid because you don't have to worry about anything you know maybe you do but like when i was a kid i didn't have to worry about anything much so i was like okay so what if i write a song about people like about your childhood. What's the title of the song? Don't you remember? Mm, well, uh, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> <This is kidding>. <laughs> 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 kidding aside, the title of the song is "Don't You Remember," right? Uh-huh. And it's it's out today on what Spotify, everywhere else. Uh huh. Apple Music, everywhere. What's your plan? Like, so this song is an upbeat song, uh-huh. and. When you were writing the song, all the hand claps and and what was in your head when you were writing this song? So I originally wanted to do like a song with like hand clapping, you know. So I was like, okay, this song is very, it's very upbeat because you want to think of good memories, you know. You want to think of the happy times that you were when you were a kid. So it has to be very upbeat. And I feel like hand clapping could be a very upbeat thing. So when I was writing the song, I, okay, I was like, okay, it's upbeat, but it has to have a lot of meaning to it. Every lyric has to be very like, okay, it has to create a picture in their mind. Like, oh, remember when we used to talk about princes yes. and princesses, you will think of a princess or mm. a prince that you were probably imagining in your mind that you had a big castle or something. And then it talks about you playing with Barbies, Barbies you uh, learning the ABCs mm-hmm. in school. Because we didn't learn about how to divide fractions in second grade. We were learning about math and ABCs and stuff. Now, with regard to um, how the song was created, did the music come first or did the lyrics and melody come first? Uh, for me as a songwriter, I know songwriters like write very but this differently. this song, yeah. Yeah, so this song, it came with the chords first. So, chords and claps. Uh-huh. I saw you doing that thing. <laughs> okay, so song and claps, and then lyrics on top of that. Uh-huh. It sounds like a hit. Did you visualize it in your head that it was going to be commercial sounding? Because it really sounds like a, like a certified pop song. Is that what you had in your head? No. no. How does this compare with My Life and Freak? Because you have two songs out on Spotify, right? Uh-huh. Which they can listen also. We'll put the link in the description so that way they can look at all the songs. But this is the third song that you're dropping today, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> is it your birthday drop? Is that what, what we're doing? Honestly, we were like, okay, it's a celebration for my birthday. So why not make it a celebration of the thing that I love to do best too? So this is a birthday podcast. So happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Nasa ng cake, mommy. Where's the cake? <laughs> okay. 
So, how does this song compare to... Let me rephrase my question because Freak is dark. Uh-huh. I was like, when I listened to, to Freak, I was like, oh my God. Maybe <laughs> I need to... I need, I, need, I need to be her therapist for this song. <laughs> my life was very reflective. But I'm like, too soon for my life. I mean... When you wrote My Life, you were, what, 10? Yeah. So I'm like, that's a decade. <laughs> and then when you wrote Freak, you were, what? Uh, Nine? 10. 10 also? Yeah. Ah. Don't you remember, sounds more like, I'm having goosebumps, sounds like more, sounds like who you are at the moment. Does that make yeah. sense? Uh-huh. How did you align yourself? I mean, they're all good songs, the three of them. Uh-huh. But how did you align yourself with this third song. So, by the way, three is my lucky number. Ah. So, <laughs> so um, Freak in My Life, I feel like, like again, like what I said, I didn't really know what kind of artist I wanted to be. I was very dependent on what other people wanted me to be. Oh. You know, I was like, okay, people want this from me. People want this from me. And again, I always do have to listen to other people's opinion, but I also have to listen to my own. So I feel like on Don't You Remember, I was more independent with this song. I was like, okay, what kind of artist am I? You know, I'm not Olivia Rodrigo. I'm not Bruno Mars. I'm not Selena Gomez. I have to be Shiloh Balon. You know, I can't try to copy other artists because that's them. That's not me. You know, so I think with Don't You Remember, it's more of my personality. That's a good answer. I like I like the way you're... It's very, it's very promising because not every 11-year-old kid will be able to get out of a box that their parents have put them in. And parents don't do that on purpose. They just have this <laughs> protective idea that let's put her in a box to, give, to keep her in a safe space. But you at 11, you already know where you want to be and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically speaking... Let's say you hit puberty and you realize, no, not, you are going to hit puberty. And you realize that I don't want to sing anymore. Think, think, uh, this is hypothetical. So now you're saying, I don't want to sing anymore. But then again, mom doesn't know that. Dad doesn't know that. So now it's a reverse box, uh-huh. right? Will you be honest with yourself at that point, if that point ever comes, where you can, mom, dad, I don't want to sing anymore. I want to be a race car driver. Or, <laughs> or, or will, you, will you wave your dreams, aspiration, imagination, and guts to tell them that you want to be a race car driver because you already set a precedent that you are going to be a singer? Does that make sense? So my parents are very supportive of me. Like, even if I want to quit singing, like they are very supportive of me. But before I do anything, they want to make sure that it's the right thing that I want to do. Because maybe like when I, if I, when I hit puberty, it's going (laughs) to. If, when, when. (laughs) So when I do, they're, they're going to know that I'm going through a lot of things in my mindset. Because for people who don't know, <laughs> when you hit puberty, a lot of things are going in your mind. Like school is pressured. Like things are just thrown at you. Yeah. And you don't know. Like um, one time I had this time where we were all fighting 
And I was like very, very like, I was very sad. Like I did not know what to do because I was a very attitude kid, if I'm being honest. Like- uh, You have to be honest, this is your podcast. <laughs> So, so how attitude were you? I was very like, okay, mom, I get it. You know, like I was like that, which I like regret so bad. But I like, they like, oh, what, what is going on with her? You know, like what's what is happening? And one time I just broke down. I was like, okay, I do not know what's happening. It feels like there's like buttons on the back of my head. And there's like those emotions and people are just like pressing the buttons and I can't control it. You know, and they're like, okay. We get it now, you know, we get it. You're blessed. Thank you. Mental health awareness. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a thing now. Yeah. When I say it's a thing now, when, when we were growing up, we didn't know what to make of it, but you're, you're in an age, you're in an era where people take it seriously Uh and it's very important because what you went, what you're going through, we went through as kids as well, but our parents told us to suck it up. It's all in our imagination, but the uh-huh. reality is there are people who don't come, come out of it, right? Uh-huh. So when you were going through all these push and pull, tug of war, mentally and all, what made you go to your parents and express this to them? And the reason why I'm asking you again is to give parents, not necessarily kids like you because you know they might not be watching this, but parents... How can they determine if their children are going through the stuff you just mentioned? Mm-hmm. What are the markers that they should look out for? So for the parents watching this, as a kid's perspective, a lot of things could be going on. Like when I was having trouble at school, I never wanted to tell my mom and dad. I was like, in my mindset, I was like, okay, they're going to make it worse. They're going to make a big deal out of it. But it was a big deal. It really was a big deal. So when they heard about it, they did they did not make it a big deal because I told them not to. And it, they said it was a good decision. But they, back to my point. <laughs> um, if they're having, if they're being very like talk back, if they're being like very like mean and grumpy children, then you should ask them, hey, are you okay? Mm. What's going on with you? You know? Does that work? Yeah. Did it, it work does. with you? Yeah. Well, Be I, had to, I had to come with the, I had to come to them first. But as a kid's perspective, if my parent would be like, oh, "Okay, love you guys," but <laughs> <laughs> if they would have been like, "Hey, what's going on with you? You've been like acting up lately," then I would have been like, "Okay, I'm just having a lot of trouble in school." And then after they tell you that, you should probably help them. You know, they should be like, "You don't brush it off as a parent, yeah, right?" No, you should be like, "Okay." Well, I'll help you through this, okay? Who is bothering you? And then they should be like, you should give them good advice, godly advice, please, Amen. and not yeah. good advice, like not throwing fists, please. <laughs> like godly advice, things that will actually help you in life, you know? How do you feel now that you've been able to get it off your chest? Relieved, calm, stress-free, happy. It's different, no? Your sister, is she, you have a younger sister. Is she in, in school or is she homeschooled? She is in the same school I was in. <laughs> Based on what you've been through, how are you as a big sister and what are you preparing for in terms of what your little sister can go through? Well, I always check up on her. Like we, she always used to follow me around in school. She always, 
she looks up to me very much, you know. So I really appreciate when she looks up to me because, you know, it's going to like, it's kind of a practice for when little kids start looking up to me. Right. So I very, like, I really love her very much. And she's one of my favorite people on this earth. So when I try to protect my sister as much as I can, I tell her, okay, if you're playing by yourself, go make a new friend. Okay. If someone is bullying you, just walk away. Mm. Tell the teacher, walk away. If someone is bothering you, you don't like it, just say, please stop. And if they don't stop, walk away, tell the teacher. Are you going to tell, let's say your sister comes up to you and tells you that someone's bullying her. Would you tell her to go to mom and dad? Or would you go to mom and dad and tell them that someone's bullying your little sister? Or third choice, are you going to keep it to yourself and deal with it sister to sister without the parents knowing what's going on? Never. <laughs> I can't do things like that. So my sister is very open to me. Like she tells me if she has a crush or she tells me and like anything that's happening. So and I usually tell my parents about it because as a parent and as their mom and dad, they should probably know, you know, and especially if it's a big deal, like if someone is bullying her physically or mentally, then it's not going to be good for her person, right. you know? So you tell your mom and dad about crushes that your sister has? <laughs> um, not if only if only with her permission, but if it's something, if it's something like a big deal, then I, of course, I'm the, what, what would be yeah. considered a big deal? Like if someone is pulling her hair or kicking oh, her off the playground, then cool. that's a big no, no. So yeah. if it's a big deal like that, then of course, without her permission, even if she says, no, don't tell them then I have to as a good big sister, even if she's like, Marang, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> you know, as a big sister, as a good big sister, I have to. So let's talk about crush. <laughs> Since you opened it, are you open with your parents about your crushes? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dad, you might want to cover your ears. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Celebrity crush? I'm good. No, 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 no. Real life crush. I think mom and dad aren't ready for this. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about crushes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, okay. Would you tell them? Uh, never in a million years. <laughs> My mom is always telling me, okay, you can't have a boyfriend until you graduate college. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but doesn't, I mean, doesn't it suck to not be able to tell your parents about your crush? <laughs> um, My mom is probably going to ask like so many questions. My dad, he's like, Okay, where does he live? <laughs> where does he live? <laughs> That's the only subject my dad is like, very like, okay, where, where, when, who? <laughs> but you know, it's not going to get better pretty soon, right? It's going to get worse before it gets mm -hmm. better, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so homeschool, which means your social interaction would be during rehearsals for a play or for a concert are you ready for the non-social with that that's that going to a traditional school brings are you ready for for that well for i go to a learning center okay so there every are, day no. no 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 just like but even if i didn't homeschool would still be more like like it would be more focused on my music because that's what I really, really want to do. 
And when I'm doing my music, I socialize. You know, I socialize with new people. I socialize with my friends who are doing the same craft. Are as they me. girls or boys? Girls. girls. Mostly girls. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no boy yet. Um, no, probably not. But I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping more boys get into music. <laughs> not because of that reason, but because... <laughs> I'm just looking at your dad. He's like, he doesn't know where to look like, or how to what? look. <laughs> I heard the word boys. <laughs> Has your dad and mom given you any boys advice? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to hear that. My dad, he used to be a player. Like my mom has told me so many times, like he was the captain of the basketball team. She was like, oh my gosh, he's probably had so many boyfriends before. And like, he's like, oh my goodness. It's like, they give me so much advice. They'd be like, okay, if a boy says I love you or I like you, then don't even answer them. Don't even answer them because they're probably lying and they probably have five other girls on dial <laughs> that's what they're telling me you know how is that affecting you <laughs> um because sometimes my my dad he, i have a lot of like guy friends that like we're just like friends you know and he's like okay so have they said anything to you you know that's your dad like, huh? yeah and like sometimes if i'm calling my guy friends and he's like who are you talking to <laughs> I'm like, oh, this person. He's like, is that a boy or a girl? <laughs> like, but don't you appreciate that? Yeah, at least they're protective. <laughs> right? As opposed to, uh, you can talk to whoever you want to talk to. <laughs> I think that's... Now, <clears throat> do you think that that will rub off on you when it comes to your little sister? Oh, definitely. Actually... <laughs> Like she's had so many like crushes, boyfriends. Oh, like oh. she's told me, oh my gosh, me and this person held hands today. I was like, you are six years old. I'm gonna need you to calm yourself a little bit. <sighs> is this the first time mom and dad is hearing this? Oh my god. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we used to go to kids club, and there was this one boy that she really liked. And they were just like doing the whole kids thing. club at church, um, school, school. Okay. So and she was just sitting in front of me with the boy, you know, and she's like, she's like doing whatever she wants there. Nothing like too much, but like there's like just oh my some god, there's too things. much. There's like, <laughs> little things too much. Oh my god. <laughs> have you have you tried writing? Okay. Let's go back to songwriting. Huh? I think your your dad's gonna collapse after. <laughs> After this topic. So, are you scared to write a love song? Um, Honestly, no. But I feel like right now, at my certain age, it's not the right time. You know, because a lot of love songs are popular these days. Like, um, Olivia Rodrigo, she just released a song, Vampire. That's mm. about love, you know? Yeah. Uh, most of her songs are about love, and they've really, like, hit off, you know? But compared to me she's what like 2019 but i'm 11 or today you're watching this video when yeah. i'm 12 of course there's like some crushes or like boyfriends or whatever but like you don't really know what love is until your mind has fully developed because in my mind some people might think differently but in my mind i have to focus on what i want to do first because of course there's always going to be time for boyfriends or whatever but 
my number one priority is my religion and my career, you know? So that's like one of my like most important things in life. That's one of my key goals to my success. Okay. That being said, would you apply guts if the inspiration comes from the imagination of having a boy-girl relationship? <laughs> uh, yeah, because my dad and my mom are probably going to be like, who's this about? And I was going to say. Who's this about? <laughs> you know, you'd be like, oh, no one. But there probably will be someone behind it. <laughs> so the song, there's another song that um, that we wrote for you. Uh-huh. It'll be okay. Yep. That's not, that's not a love song. <clears throat> between lovers that's a love song uh-huh. between friends yeah okay how did that come across to you we're not going to expound on that because we're not releasing it yet but uh-huh. that type of song how does that relate to you so really before i sing a song i really have to think of someone or think of a topic so probably i'm thinking of like one of my guy friends you know and like sometimes like you really really do love your friends Mm -hmm. you know sometimes that like you really love your friends and not like a lover kind of way but like a best friend yes like like a brotherly kind of uh-huh exactly so sometimes it's like awkward i mean like sometimes it's like that but like sometimes we like both know deep down that we really do like love each other as friends Mm -hmm. you know and we've like talked about it before that like We've had like certain like ways to say it, like L-U-V, that's a friend way, and (laughs) L-O-V-E, that is a lover friendship way. Oh my God, you know those terms. (laughs) Yeah, so we've made up like, and we kind of already know that we don't like each other because he told me about all his crushes, like because we go to different schools, so. You know that's a sign, right? (laughs) What? (laughs) When a guy, your dad didn't tell you, when a guy tells you, about all his crushes that's subliminally to get you in a space where oh my god i'm not i'm not part of his crush (laughs) roster how dare he so how did you feel when this guy told you about all his crushes honest i tried to help him Guys, if you could see mom and dad, dad is looking at the floor. Mom is uh, <laughs> laughing. We don't have a, we don't have an impression of how dad looks like right now because his um, snapback cap is uh, covering his face. Let me see your face. <laughs> That's the fakest smile. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this right now because it's actually so hilarious. Let's see if we can take a video of um, <laughs> of your of your dad just to put it on. There you go. <laughs> Mom is smiling, <laughs> and dad dad is looking down. Dad, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! See what you've done. Okay, if anyone here is a parent of someone who, like, is in my school, please pause the video, pause the video, and watch another one. I'm just joking. You're going to love this video, so don't. don't. Now, let's talk about, (laughs) this is your opportunity to reach out to parents, you know, because not every, not every parent sees their children the way your parents do. Mm-hmm. And you're blessed that you have parents 
who are into you and your sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talked about a while ago when 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 you or kids your age are in mental trouble or you know having something inside that they can't share there are signs we talked about that mm-hmm. let's talk about how parents can actually assure children that there is a way to communicate you know what I'm you know what uh-huh. I'm saying right because I, I feel that you're able to talk to your mom and dad am I am I wrong am I right yeah most of the time yeah. most of the time uh-huh. How how were you able to get that impression from your mom and dad that they're approachable? Uh-huh. So <clears throat> when I was 10 and like in the beginning of the year, I was very, very hard to talk to. I wanted to just like not talk to them. I was like, okay, nothing is going to help with them. Like, you know, I was just like such a bad mood. So this is you and your attitude, right? Yeah. So, so did you have your own room? Yeah. Would you just stay in your room and oh yeah so if kids lock not lock but if kids stay in their room parents should be concerned yes or no uh it really depends what like they're doing because i feel like because i actually got out of that stage of having a really bad attitude like even if you ask my parents like they can say like okay she used to be like that but now she's very respectful now she talks you know so i think what the key is to have a really good relationship with your parents is to talk to them communicate with them because some kids they might be like oh, okay they're not going to do anything they're not going to help at all but even like after that thing that i had at school they really helped me you know they gave me good advice and now i'm a happy person let's talk about promises kept if i was your dad and i promised you something you're expecting me to follow through on it uh-huh has that happened to you um well me and my me and my parents we don't like really make promises unless it's really something big mm. but as i'm maturing more and more i'm realizing that like a lot of things like really matter but if it's just like, okay, you owe me $5 for tickling me, then that's not really like a big promise. But if it's like, okay, if we were going to like go to the beach and sing songs together, then that, in my heart, that'd be a really big thing. Has that and, happened? Um, like. <laughs> <laughs> Has dad I, promised we're going to the beach, we're going to sing together? Um, well, I kind of have to make the things on my own you know i have to be like okay what about the beach and the singing <laughs> so you, <laughs> you had know? to remind yeah them. i have to remind them and has he f- followed through on that after after reminding him um well we haven't yeah like most of the time but maturing more and more again like i realized that parents is a very hard thing to do it is you know parents go through a lot of things they go through their child having like very much like feelings and emotions and they have to deal with that uh, however many kids they have they have to deal with every single one of them and even and one they have part. to deal with each other uh-huh exactly so maturing more and more i'm realizing that parents also have a really hard time and like sometimes even more trouble than the kids you know so so basically like even even if i have to remind them i'll be okay with it because i know that maybe they're having a hard time at work maybe they're like losing sleep, maybe they're really trying to take care of us. You don't know what parents are going through because yeah. they want to try to make their kid happy. So maturing more and more, I'm realizing that like it's good to spend time with each other and it's good to make those memories before like like you're going to move out. 
because your parents are a very, very big part of your life. So maturing more and more, I'm realizing that it's okay if he forgets my promise because I know that he's struggling a lot too. What's, what's he struggling with? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, let's, uh, let's single out your dad. Okay. What do you like about this topic? What do you like about your dad? Oh, what I like about my dad is. Do you have the coolest dad? Oh, yeah, he's Superman to me. Okay. And that's that's a good thing, right? Is it Uh is it true that because you have a dad who's like Superman to you, that's a tall order when a boy comes to your life because you'll compare whoever to who your dad is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what's cool about your dad? <clears throat> What's cool about my dad is that he will, he is very high energy and he is very like, oh my gosh, let's go, you know? <laughs> and what's really funny is that he always makes us laugh. Like, for example, if he hears the garage door open and my mom is coming, oh, it's game over. <laughs> like, he is so scared of my mom. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> so he always has to wait to make us laugh. And he like, he's like, okay, I don't care the kind of dad, you know? And that's really good about him because if my mom's like, quick, go in the photo he's like okay <laughs> and then just pose <laughs> you know he's like the he's a girl dad he's a girl uh, yeah. dad like he is a uh, he's a guy who has all girls in his family right no boys mm-hmm. two girls three girls with right. him and they have a lot of emotions <laughs> like a lot so i'm very grateful for him because he, he likes girls up. you know right yeah so- <laughs> <laughs> He got what he wanted. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now he can love all three. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, I like him because he's just very cool. He's very chill. He's very outgoing. If we need help, especially with music, he'll help me. He always, like, even wake up in the morning, he'll just be, like, already on the piano. He'll be like, Shy, come jam with me. Oh, or nice. stuff like that. So, I like our moments like that. I like my moments with my dad and my sister and my whole family. Like, I like trips with them, like Disneyland or Cancun or Tennessee. So you take all these things to heart. Mm-hmm. You cherish all those moments, no? Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. What's your impression of mom? What do you like about mom? Uh, I like that she's very strict. By the way, a mom and dad has an episode each on Paco's Place. So we'll post the link also on their episodes. Go. Okay. So I like my mom because she's strict and she very pushes me to do things. Like even though sometimes... So you like it that she's strict? Uh... Yeah, because it kind of like disciplines me, especially with school. She was She was like an honor student in college. She has like... I think she has, like, a degree in nursing and stuff. Uh, So, like, with my mom's training, especially with school, I've won an award ever since I was in TK. Mm. So she's very helped me with school. She's helped me to make my own decisions. And we're fighting when we're fighting now, since I'm more, like, maturing and stuff, she tells me why. She gives me all those, like, all, like, those things, you know? So Let me cut you there. You said uh-huh. she tells you why. Uh-huh. Do you know the value of a parent telling you why? Yeah, it really helps. Like, even after fights now, we used to, like, hate each other. We'd be like, okay, no, I don't want to talk to her. But now we, like, talk to each other more now. And she tells me, Shai, I only want the best for you. That's why I'm giving you a hard time. Because I want you to be successful from where you are. Because, to be honest, 
like homeschool has been super duper busy like i've had extra work i've had more things because homeschool is being more independent right so even if i'm having a hard time to school sometimes my mom really has to push me you know so she always tells me okay i'm pushing you because blah 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 you know i'm pushing you because i want you to be successful i'm pushing you because i want you to have a good life a stable life where you can have a good job right. where you can have a nice family a nice house and i want you just to have the happiest life you can so that when you're older you can just because they're working right now mm. but they really want to retire so they can spend more time with us and they can spend more time on their like real estate yeah so they really want to retire like sooner or later so when they came here they had like came here from the philippines right yeah. yeah so when they came here they had to make a lot of sacrifices you know and they were like just finishing up school they had to get their like nurse degree and whatever so they made a lot of sacrifices for us which i'm super grateful for like i was born in palm springs and now we're living in this beautiful house we used to live in an apartment when i was born and we now we're living in this great house where we're having a good life, where I get to do my things that I love the most. We're going to spend time with my family. And so just, you appreciate all these things. Uh-huh. And that's good. Let's talk about gratitude. When did you realize that being grateful was a good thing? Oh, wait, before we get there, was your mom even funny? Sometimes <laughs> I make her laugh and it makes me super duper funny. Like yesterday I was impersonating her and she was on the ground and she was literally like, I was like, okay, here are reasons why Filipino moms are scary, you know? And like people can probably really relate to this. Filipino moms change their emotions like a light switch, you know, like they can laugh with you and the next second they're like, okay, Shiloh, go to sleep now. <laughs> you know so i'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that so sometimes i make her laugh but most of the time like she just cracks up when she's laughing like when she's like yelling at me she's like Charlotte, go <laughs> you know that she does that did it ever occur to you that your mom is just like you were in she's feeling something inside but she'd rather not say it to stress out the family so that she doesn't stress out the family she'll just keep it to herself Hmm. i mean i've thought about it sometimes but i've never really kept a big eye on it have you tried asking her is everything okay Mm -mm. i'm gonna have to start doing that now good point (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so going back let's talk about gratitude when did you realize that it was an important thing? Because everything you said to a parent, that's a proud moment that their daughter, who's not even 13, sees the history of what brought you or what led you to where you are now, enjoying the good life and all that. That acknowledgement of what they went through, that's that's deep. Huh? So that's uh-huh. to be commended. Keep doing that. But when did you realize that being grateful it's a good thing. I think there's a stage in my life where I was just little and I didn't have to worry about it. And then there was one stage in my life where I was really hard to work with and I was very grumpy. And then now I'm more of like a, okay, you really have to really think through it. You have to like really like put your time into it and you really have to do this. And like sometimes I just sit down and think mm. because... Like when I was like at that stage where I was very grumpy, I always thought that I was correct. And like a lot of kids might relate to that. They'll be like, okay, 
no, they don't get where I'm coming from. They don't get where I'm coming from. They don't like, they don't understand me at all. But like maturing more and more from where the stage I am now, I'm realizing that I also have to go into their shoes. I always have to look at the other side of the story and I have to think to myself, okay, yeah, maybe I'm struggling with stuff too, but maybe they're also struggling with stuff and they put a lot of sacrifice and time for our family. So I think I'm very grateful for things now because I'm realizing what they've done for me and what they've done for my sister and my family. Wow, that's deep. That's very powerful. And that's a proud moment. Okay, at least you have this episode to remind you of what you just said. <laughs> Let's go back to the song. Let's invite everybody because it's dropping today. What should they expect from this song, Don't You Remember? Nostalgia. They should expect lots and lots of nostalgia. You know, if you relate to this song very much, I'm going to be very happy. And even moms can relate to this song because uh-huh. at one point they were kids, right? Yep. Everyone and, was and a kid. And dads too. Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone was a kid. And I'm pretty sure everyone remembers everything that happened. Everyone, like, loves their memories, you know? And if you like bills and if you like like spending your money and if you like you know all the business stuff then that's really good for you you know and i'm really happy for you but in my perspective of life i really miss my childhood and whenever i think of it i was like oh my goodness i'm gonna miss six-year-old shiloh singing with her mini piano writing her songs and her notebook that no one understood what it said (laughs) You know, I'm going to miss a lot of memories from my childhood, but, you know, I think if I would tell one thing to my younger self, I would have told them to just keep going because there's going to be like a lot of bumps. There's going to be a lot of roadblocks, but you know what? You just got to go over them. You just got to go to find a way because there's always going to be a way, you know, so it's going to be really hard. Life is going to be very hard, but it's also very short. So you just got to meet the right people. You got to find the right people. You got to pray. You got to listen to people, you know, not just yourself. Because if you just listen to yourself, then it's just like, okay, but that's only my opinion, you know. So that's how I think of it. (laughs) That being said, are you ready for the next chapter of your life, which is being a teenager? No. Because I don't know what it's like, you know, and I probably every stage of my life, it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder, you know, and from people that I've learned of, from my cousins, from my titas, from my titos, everyone has told me that it's going to be harder. It just started. You're going to be abducted by aliens. Did you know that? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal of it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready to be abducted by aliens? Yeah, actually, I'm ready to... Go visit Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, Shiloh. Don't forget to click on the link in the description with regard to the songs that Shiloh has uh, released. So listen to Don't You Remember. Don't forget to put a comment. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode with everybody. And if you're a parent, chime in. Put your comments in the comments below.